Good morning, daughters. Who's ready to live free or die? <laughs> With a vengeance, people. Uh, this is the Shogun. And this is TSNW Experience Podcast. Ah! Uh, on this episode, we... Oh man, you're gonna have to excuse the sound quality here because I was in a room with well an echo, so and you know I was on the phone, sound kind of dips in and out. But anyway, you know it wasn't the usual quality you used to on the SW Experience. But hey, we're you know next time will be better. This is the fortieth episode of the SW Experience, and I'm once again joined by my good friend Six, and today we discuss the hoax intelligence. We discuss. The Eternals, uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, the MCU Phase 4, whether or not it's really been doing it for us this year, you know. Uh, this week, uh, you know, this podcast is available on, oh yeah, you know, if you've been following these last few episodes, this podcast is now available on YouTube. It is also available on Anchor FM, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Republic, and Google Podcast. you know, essentially wherever you get your podcasts from. We're getting there, baby. We're getting bigger, better, and better. Right here on the SW Experience Podcast, episode 40. And here we go. Probably, I think we'll see in the late twenties. 
it's true though. It's not, no. Yeah. It's not it, it's yeah. not like he's a character you can delay to like twenty, thirty something. Nobody will give a shit by that. No, I, I mean look either way, the infinity saga is complete. It can do with Spider Man. Where now in the cosmic saga, secret wars, secret invasion, fantastic four. We are now entering that, that cosmic age. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We're entering that stage now. Yeah. You think with the, like, I wanted to get your take on Phase 4 so far. Because, like, compared to, like, how Phase 3 ended off with them, they're going out into space, they're rewinding time, they're taking on entire armies, and Phase 4 has been pretty low key. Compared to like them, because yeah, well, yeah. we have to remember that part of phase four is building up those who end up leading into a new Avengers force on Earth. So, in any sense, we were forced to begin on Earth with everything. Yeah, we had to focus on Sam Wilson and how the Cap Mantle would affect him and what he would do afterwards. We had to focus on Wanda. We had to focus on vision, we had to focus on white vision, we had to focus on wicked and speed. I mean, we even have Patriot. We have Patriot and Captain America and the Soldier. So everything that, that, that they're doing now is in service of, again, refilling the Avengers roster with the young Avengers. She-Hulk, you know, white vision, because white vision, of course, traditionally in the comics he is the leader of the Young Avengers and the West Coast Avengers, yeah. which is in part a faction of the Young Avengers. So everything that we're doing now is in service of trying to rebuild the Avengers and again, trying to branch up into space adventures and cosmic encounters. And, and you bring up cosmic encounters that go to the Eternals. And it's like, exactly. it's not on the same level as the Inhumans, because like, in terms of like, it was kind of, in terms of like, how underwhelming it was, you know, like, just... No, it was better than the Inhumans, nothing... Yeah, it was way better than the Inhumans, Marvel but like... is yeah. worse than the Inhumans. The Inhumans is its own pile of dog shit. Yeah. There was this interview... Wait, uh, dude, I could I, this interview perfectly summed up, like, everything that was wrong with this thing, because they interviewed, like, the lead actor... And they asked him the question, like, how come the, the characters' costumes are, like, different from what they are in the comics? And he said it was like, um, oh, it, it's kind of like what they did with the X-Men. You know, like, they wanted to have a, a more practical, like, thing. And then, like, halfway through his, his, like, speech, he was going on about whatever. Something about, like, oh, we wanted to ground these characters in reality. And, um, and he literally ends off by saying... I forgot, I forgot what I was trying to say. Just, that sign alone of that, oh, like, huh. Yeah, it's, it's pretty dog shit, because how, how can reality, how is it, how is a leather suit practical, you know? So it's just like, yeah, none of, none of what you're saying holds water or makes sense. Yeah. And it's sad, because the Inhumans is a sad case of getting a bad director and getting shoved in the wrong time. Because again, the humans are supposed to be a part of phase three. But part of that would have yeah. had to have you know, have dealt with yeah. the Eternals and the Gene and 
you know, the X-Men, that would have been a problem. So Feige shelved that and the series, which was, again, initially supposed to be part of the MCU, which, again, was, it was supposed to be a movie. And after, you know, discussions of support, shelved it. They just shelved it all together. became a TV show that was not canon. It exists in its own unique world of Australian boys and in islands. There were a lot of islands, man. Just with um, yeah. regards to the Inhumans, like the very first episode, you could tell like this is gonna be rough, man. Like just yeah, this is this is mocking. Yeah, because when like the the first major red flag was when they cut Medusa's hair. It's like what yeah. are you doing? I That's, mean, again, that was uh. Things for CGI. It's like, okay, we're gonna avoid the CGI, uh, the CGI hassle of and we're gonna remove it. It wasn't, it wasn't in service of, it wasn't in service of the story. It was in service of the CGI artist. Yeah. I, I get it. It could be expensive to like animate, like the hair grabbing people and like throwing shit around, like it does in the comics, but like. Fuck, man, you knew that going in. Like, you told me you couldn't reallocate some money from, I don't know. You could do it practically even if you really wanted to. Just ask Sam Raimi. Yeah, with Doc Ock's claws, man. Just Yeah, 40% of those claws were actually real. Yeah. And then the rest of the shots, I mean, the action sequences, I, sh- I should say, were, you know, when he's carrying things, then they were CGI. Yeah. But, but those close-ups, they were real. Yeah, forty percent of the costume in the movie was real. Yeah, it's just, the care aside, man, like it, the show was dull. It's just yeah. I mean, look, when you have a very limited budget, the action is very limited because all you have are people who are referred to as the Inhumans, right? Yeah. But the things that they're doing very much just screams, oh, it's just Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with a different sticker. Mm-hmm. It, all it is is hand-to-hand combat and people doing this and that using karate chops. They're inhumans. They're supposed to use their inhuman powers, but they don't use those powers if the plot doesn't need it because, again, it's expensive. So you can't call a show the inhuman show if it's just going to be a bunch of they you know kicks and punches and karate and martial arts. It, it, it can't be the Inhumans. It's just that it just can't. Yeah, I mean at that point it's just Agents of Shield, but Agents of Shield is like way better than this. Man. Yeah, they had a bigger budget. Yeah. Anyway, like, like shit show aside, man. But um, I remember like we were talking because. Like, we, we, we were, like, discussing, like, because it was supposed to come out in IMAX. It was supposed to be, like, the first major, yeah. like, MCU movie released in IMAX. It did. There was, um, the f- the, um, it was, like, the first the two episodes. The first two episodes, yeah, yeah was screened in IMAX in KJ, I remember. There was hype around it, and, and it went sucked. Yeah. Dude, imagine if they'd made a movie of the Inhumans, as that was, dude, that... That would have set back the entire like MCU for a while. 
I mean, look, if Feige was part of it, it could have worked. But obviously, they'd, they'd have to deal with the legal paperwork, having certain elements scrapped, you know. I mean, Feige's great, but like, dude, a producer can only do so much. this way you can adapt them in a certain way and then retcon them later just like what they did with WandaVision yeah yeah I believe in fine that's one thing I I know mm. but it wouldn't have made like I can't no, say it, it wouldn't have been a million yeah it wouldn't have been like it Avengers been, level uh, money but like let's say Captain America been, level yeah let me see it would have been a 500 million dollar movie yeah. Like, just that out of Pretty curiosity, much. MCU fans checking it out, you know? Yeah, and then obviously the comic nerds yeah. coming out as well. But still, the thing is, uh, if comic nerds hate something, they're going to tell other comic nerds and then they're not going to go. Yeah. That's how movies bomb, you know? But. So all you all you have left are the casual movie goers. You want to see a Marvel movie? That's exactly why the Eternals flopped because comic nerds said this movie sucks, so we're not gonna go. Yeah. They told each other, and again, they're not gonna go. So yeah, it's a it's a very tricky line to, to walk on. No, you were right when you said. Uh... Like, the, the movie's alright. I remember you said, like, it's alright, but there were moments in there where you're like, okay, now I'm bored. Just... Oh, you watched Eternals? Yeah. And, dude, that leader, yeah. like, Cersei was fucking useless sometimes, man. Just, dude. Oh, you, you, you remember why I, I said you must watch it? Because it's something I want to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Thanos has made weary, that's what I wanted to say. Thanos has made weary? Really? You think he... Yeah. But he's not... I mean, he's a deviant. Think of it this way. Think of it this way. Thanos is the mad titan, right? Yeah. Why is he... Then he whines. Yeah. So, what we have, and again, most of what I'm saying is not because I'm a genius, you know, conspiracy nut. Part of it is, again, from your boy, Eric Voss. Part Mm. of it is from other people. But what I've extrapolated is that Thanos pretty much knew the things that would come. Because, again, he is is an eternal with the deviant gene, but he is an eternal. He is of the same family, the same construct. Eros. Yeah. Exactly. They're the same people. Eris is also an eternal, which means Thanos himself probably could have spoken to a celestial of some kind. Not exactly Arishim, it could have been any other celestial, because again, they were stationed to different celestials all over the cosmos. But, because also, we do see Eris has his own communicator being. And we do know that Ajak being the prime eternal or for Earth, and I should say the galaxy of the Milky Way, whatever. We should say that 
since they are Erishim's Eternals. Eros has his own Eternal, yeah. who that need comes from. But then again, that need allows him to speak to any uh, Celestial, because it's a communicator bead, you know, it's yeah. like a universal bead. But Eros and Thanos probably, in fact, mm, 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 uh, no, 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 not even probably, they did have their own Celestial. It's just that we don't know who it was. It, it could have been Jemaya, you know, it could have been uh, Eros. We, we, we really don't know because they didn't say. Yeah. But Titan is in another galaxy, so they definitely did have their own celestial in charge of them. Yeah. And Thanos and Eros deviated and they rebelled and they ignored their destiny. Thanos chose to save the universe because yeah. of Mad Weary, because he knows what's to come. He knows what the celestials are planning. He knows what they're up to and the mad weary is him recollecting the things that are going to happen and so through his conviction and will he has channeled his mental his mental fortitude to keep the mad weary the knowledge of the mad weary that it brings because mad weary is essentially your memories cascading on each other like thousands and thousands of years yeah exactly so Thanos has those memories. He has that knowledge. Because again, another thing, but a boom, you're not the only one cursed with knowledge. Yeah. Starring. Exactly. Yeah. So now we like when you think of these things, like this little tidbit here, this little tidbit there, it starts to make sense. That Thanos wasn't exactly the villain. Yeah. And when you think about it, he really had no choice in the matter. I mean, yeah, what if paints it what if paints the picture of oh Thanos was a resource allocation nut and then T'Challa solved it? For all we know, again, that's a different you know that's a different universe, man. That's not yeah. the main thing. Yeah. So it's like you know, so it's like I mean, it wouldn't be too far of a stretch to imagine that Thanos did have that same you know, passion for preserving life. Yeah. But he, you see, the thing is, his passion has been perverted because in your conquest to preserve life, you wipe out life to delay the destruction of life. As I say, it's a, a small price to pay for salvation. And with the sample of a finger, I can do it in an instant. Yeah. And he's like, I... I call that mercy. Which again, yeah, sure. If the celestial was Compared to be born, to the alternative, I, yeah. Yeah, it would destroy an entire planet. So, you know, his way in his eyes, and even logically speaking, it is kinda better, but at the same time, from a moral standpoint, it's yeah. reprehensible. It's like Jesus Jesus man, like what the fuck? So it's like it's weird because we understand, but at the same time, damn that's fucked up. The thing is, like in in Endgame, all that goes out the window because he gets like, you know, like, oh, the fact that they, you know, killed me in this timeline means I must have succeeded. So instead of sitting back and letting events play out, he goes to get the glove and he's like, this time I'm going to wipe out all life. Like, it's just like, what are you doing? Exactly. That goes against what you stand for. That's him. 
yeah, that's him at his most emotional, I should say. Yeah. When he's really on some fucking energy. Yeah, because they had him on the ropes at that point. Mm. Like, yeah. Because he even says, like, as long as there are those... Yeah, those um, who remember, yeah. Yeah, they cannot, you know. So it's like, even back then, in 2014, Thanos, you can still hear his convictions. Yeah. But now they're clouded by anger and rage. And he's like, what am I about to do to the stubborn little planets I'm going to enjoy? You know, even in all my years of Congress, it was never personal. You know, because again, it was him following his mission. But yeah. now it's like, damn, so... Yeah. And now the, remember the trailer for Infinity War? He's like, fun is something, isn't something I consider when balancing the universe, but this, like, puts a smile on my face. It's like, yeah, like, exactly. now, yeah. It's like when the villain is like, you know, normally when I kill somebody, I don't feel shit. But like for the hero, it's like, I'm going to enjoy this. Because like they've caused them such like stress. It's like, oh, I'm going to enjoy killing you. Yeah. Because if he can't save the universe, he might as well destroy it himself. Yeah. And then in the comics, he does. He actually like, in the comics, he succeeds and there's just nothing. It's just him like yeah. falling through space. And I was like, holy shit, the heroes lost. Not even like yeah, they the, lost, but they are the 12, yeah. remember. Yeah. And he's just, just, uh, 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 like the whole thing of him just resting. And he's like, I watched the universe rise and I'm grateful. It's just like, I mean, yeah, he really thinks he's the hero. Like there's no, no two ways about it. Yeah. He really thinks he's, he's the savior. Like he's so mad and deranged in his convictions he really thinks that he is the hero there was but he does have like some balance because remember in infinity war he was talking to gamora he's like yeah he was like yeah i wiped out half the population but do you know what's happened since then like the people there's exactly. clear skies you know there's enough food to go around it's it's fucked up but like damn yeah it worked he literally, yeah, like it's it's really hard to to like mentally, you know, what's the word? It's hard to like rectify. It's 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 really hard to decide on whether he was right or wrong. I mean, he, he can see the right. You know, it's really hard to wrestle with those thoughts where it's like, I mean, they should be grateful in a sense because they're like. You know, they live for longer, but at the same time, they shouldn't be because they killed half of their people. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's really... It's really tricky, dude. Even on Earth, like, there was, like, remnants of that because in Endgame, Cap was talking to Widow, and he said, he's like, you know what I saw today? Like, I saw whales in the Hudson. Yeah, like, the first time in, in Endgame. Decades, man, like, just... Like, cause the water's cleaner now, cause there's less people. It's just, yeah. But dude, I mean, for that's like a little thing. In the in the grand scheme of things, that's a, a minor perk. Like, oh yeah, the sea life is flourishing now, cause there's less humans. Just uh, less fishes, less oil rigs, yeah. operated by companies, corporations. Oh, actually, speaking about post post any game of here's my question we 
know Ross Love. Yeah. Isn't she Hulk? The Avengers died and they came back. But they died and came back in an instance where certain certain legislation was still applicable. What the hell happened to the Sokovia Accords post Edgar? I think they just abandoned them, dude, because there was no Avengers around to enforce them on. And like besides they got bigger problems right now. To be honest, you had, and here's my thing, it's funny because in the beginning of the movie, you have Ross uh, say to himself, well, it might have been to himself, he's like, the world is burning, and you think all is forgiven. Arrest these people. Ross was willing to arrest Captain America and gang while the world was burning. He knows the world is burning. He's not, he's, he's not a dumbass. He's just yeah. extremely arrogant. He knows the world is in trouble. And he still wants to arrest them. How can he go from that, right, to just leaving Steve Rogers alone? Yeah. Post that. Post five years. I mean, he didn't die. He was alive. Did not do anything to him in the five years. Did they not speak? Did they not discuss about you know things that happened happened because of you? Because you enforced these accords. You separated us as Avengers. But then again, not really. Because if Strange saw every possibility... Okay, okay, actually, here's, here's my question. Yeah. So Strange saw 14,600,005 possibilities. Right? Yeah. Okay. Did he see every possibility from the moment he was on Titan? Or did he see every possibility from the start of each MCU? I think it was like from the moment he sat down and started his thing. On, so he saw every possibility from Titan. Because yeah. here's the thing. Because right now, I was about to say, uh, Steve, you know, like, let's say him and Ross end up speaking. Yeah. That, right, that plus what Tony said in Endgame, um, that Steve could have blamed Ross for what happened. Oh, snap. That if it wasn't for you separating us years ago, we would have, one, probably had a better chance at winning, or two, actually won. And here's the thing, because Tony said, even at Endgame, is... Uh, it was because of the Civil War that they went together, you know, like, because, like, Stark wanted, like, a suit yeah. of armor around the world because he, like, knew something was coming. Yeah. No, no, like what I'm saying is, so Tony was like, um, I needed you, and you weren't there, and you said we'd lose together to yeah. liar, liar, and then he collapsed and all these things. Yeah. Tony's words, and what Steve could have said to Ross, that, you know, burned him because of you, begs the question, would the Avengers have won if they had not been separated by the Sokovia Accords and everything. If they'd fought together as a stable unit, so Tony in Wakanda, Stephen in, in Wakanda, the sorcerers in, in Wakanda, if they'd all just put their feet down, battle stations, get ready. I mean, if, if you think of it, let's think of it this way. Let, let, let's really think of this logically. The amount of people who were around in the in-game battle could have 
I mean... Right? Yes, they could have. Because, again, what you have, you can't bring back the dead as guardians from the ship, from the, from, uh, from the statesman. You can't. What you have in Endgame is everyone from Infinity War. Okay. If, again, if the Avengers hadn't broken up, or if Ross had had a change of heart at the beginning of Infinity War, and they mobilized together in Wakanda, because again, it, it, either way, they'd always need to be in Wakanda. Because uh, Shuri, they were the only one who could move the mind stone. Yeah. And another thing about that, that I'll touch upon. Um, I mean, if Civil War like, hadn't battle, happened, would they have even met T'Challa to know that, oh no, yeah, like... You know. I mean, no, no, no. I'm not saying that it shouldn't have happened, but it should have had a breaking point of some, of some point. Yeah. And the thing what I'm saying is, uh, okay, so you you look at the in-game battle. Yeah. And you look at the Wakanda battle, very similar. And of course, that was, that was, that was intentional. Now, here's the thing. If you had everyone mobilizing, so if you had Strange in Wakanda uh, and he's telling Wong to gather everyone in the universe, we're, we're literally having the battle for the universe. Because even in Infinity War, that's what it was. It was preventing this guy from snapping away half of the universe. That was literally the fight in Infinity War. If the Avengers had it, mobilized it like everyone change. in yeah. Wakanda... If they, if they then... mobilized in Wakanda and Strange had spoken to Wong and they gathered every conceivable hero in the universe, just like they did in Endgame, could they have won? Because again, Strange, as you say, you're agreeing with me, the Stranger only saw every possibility from from Titan onwards. He saw 14 million post-Titan battles. So everything that he saw began the same way as Infinity War, but branched off from Titan. Now what I'm saying is, if they mobilized before, what would happen? Well, for starters, um, Stark, Strange, and Spider-Man wouldn't have been on Titan. They would have never made it to Titan. They would have stayed on Earth. And at some no, point... Here's then... the thing. Here's the thing. Sorry, sorry to cut in. Thor would still be in space. Yeah, I know He'd that. still come with the Guardians, and they'd still wind up on Earth through Strange. Strange can track everyone. He can track anyone in the universe with the, with the simple spell. He can still mobilize every person that they got in Endgame. Plus, also the fact that Carol would have been called by Nick. Because if Nick was alerted of the calamity, the grand scale of everything, if he really knew, he would have called Carol long ago. But he was on. He was in New York. He was busy. He was uninvolved in everything that's happening in Wakanda. All they knew is that. They had multiple bogeys converging in Wakanda, but nothing else. So Carol School also would have came, everyone would have came as per. So how would have that battle panned out? I'm asking. Well, as I'm saying, like you mentioned Thor and the Guardians. Yes, the Guardian ship still would have been blown up. Hulk would have still rocketed through space and like he would you know, warning strange, you know, Thanos is coming. And Thor would still need to like split up. The Guardians would split up, Thor needs to get a new axe, and the Guardians would still run into Thanos. That would happen because Thanos needs to acquire the Soul Stone. So that stays. 
everything, up, but like once they get to Wakanda, then there would be a united front because Cap's there, Iron Man's there, you know, everybody's there. The only downside would be like the Mind Stone and the Time Stone are in the same place now. And I wouldn't, I don't think Thanos would send like Proxima Midnight and them. He would go down there himself. Like, cause like, dude, he has all the other stones. All he needs is these two. And they're in one big place. Cause even in the end of Infinity War, he went down there himself. You know, like, you'd, there would be like that first wave of Chitauri and whatever. And Midnight and them would be mixing up with them, but he would come down with his army and like go all in. And sure, the Avengers have the Wakandans on the side and you know, the, the other sorcerers and shit, but like Thanos would have like the reality stone from the, the collector, he'd have the soul stone, he'd have all this shit. Gamora still dies, the Guardians still get, you know, they still get beat up. They find their way there somehow, cause you know they they tr they tracked him all the way to Titan. So yeah, the Guardians would be there, Strange and everything. They would all be there. It would play out essentially the same way, cause cause like well, the moment like Thanos showed up, like the Hulkbuster tried to jump him, and he just sort of like let him phase through, and you know just they wouldn't touch him. That's kind of what I'm saying. Strange. Might, you know, because he's got the time stone, he can rewind, he can do illusions and shit, but Vision, I don't know, he's not, in, in the what if, it's like a one hit kill thing, but in, in this main universe, he's not that guy, so, like, yeah. Yeah, he's not, he's not Vision, he's Ultron. Yeah, and they would still be like trying to remove the stone so they could destroy it, so, yeah, there would be like that. Thing. He wouldn't even be involved in the fight, so yeah. And if Thanos gets into that room, like, well, that's that, you know. He'd get his hands on that stone, so. So what you're saying is. Yeah, it was. Since, since Thanos has, let me see. One, two, three. Since he has four stones, he still wastes. Yeah, I mean. There's, there's a point where I'm like, if you have like, even if you have like, if you don't have all the stones, if you have the right stones, nothing can touch yeah. you. You know, like, he has the re a stone that allows him to bend reality. Like, dude, that stone alone okay. should be like. It's okay. So how's about we do this? Rewind it back. some reason they decide to go to earth uh, okay that means Gomorra lives no soul stone yet Thanos can't sacrifice the thing he loves the most so now you have Thanos with the power stone and space stone the reality too from the collector yeah, yeah. but Thor does know that and also here's the question when Thor was still speaking about the stone and how it's with it's with uh, Tanalia Tavan, 
was yeah. Thanos already in nowhere at that point? He when like the Guardians get to him, it's like he'd been he was like the place was trashed and he was interrogating him, so yeah. it would it was be, like a reality. Yeah. It, it would be safe to assume like when like Thor was like yeah. How far would it take for them, or how quickly would it take for them, in the Banatar to reach Earth at that point? Because, because, because at this point, all you can have, right? You have the goal, you have the Guardians of the Galaxy, unknown heroes, but heroes of space, you know, regardless. They're going to go to Earth, they're going to tell Strange and everyone that Thanos is going here. Who else on Earth has knowledge about the reality stone? Selvig and Jane, right? Yeah. Only, only those two. And, okay, cool. The Bifrost is gone. Asgard is gone. It's post-Ragnarok. How does Thor get to know it? He would still need to get a new axe. Because yeah. that was a big so part of the story. So what you have now, the Guardians are on Earth. So Gamora is safe. You have Thor going on a lone mission to uh, Nebedalea. Yeah. How would Thor get to Nebedalea from Earth? Could a spell put him there? A sling ring? No, man, it would, they'd split up. Just like they did in the main thing. Only in no, this timeline, no, the mean, Guardians wouldn't be fucking stupid and take Gamora no, to no, Thanos. No, Just, uh, no, no. I'm saying taking the Earth. Taking because there are already two stones on Earth. Might as well touch base and protect and, and protect the one place in the universe with the most stones. Two stones. That's no that's nothing that's nothing to scoff at. Two stones. On Earth. They go to Earth, they stay on Earth, prepare for us to come. Thor, because again. If Strange can summon portals to Mount Kilimanjaro, a place where he's never been, it's not like that thing. Who's that person with the power? Uh, oh, it's not like it's not like Nightcrawler. He has to teleport to a place he's been to or whatever it is. Yeah. Strange can just open a portal anywhere as long as he has a specific understanding of where that place is. Yeah. What I'm saying is. Is there no sorcerer, uh, sorcerer who can open a portal to you, never delay, and then Thor gets his axe? Because, like, either way, the axe is not really important. If we're speaking about Thor needing the axe to summon the Bifrost in, in order to get to nowhere, you can skip that. You can literally have a portal going to nowhere where they grab Tanelia, or rather leave him there because he's a kind of a bad guy, he's kind of a shit guy. Leave Tanelia, grab the reality stone, close the portal. Thanos arrives, he grabs Tanelia, there's no stone to speak of. Now he's there, alone, only, only has two stones still. Now he has to touch base with the Black Order. The Black Order failed on Earth, they were kicked by Steve Rogers and Co. Now you have the reality stone on Earth, you still have the soul stone that hasn't been claimed because, again, no one's done a sacrifice yet. So one stone can't be gotten. Three stones on Earth now. Time, mind... No, four. Wait, 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 wait let me see. Time stone, strange. 
Mind stone, vision, oh, reality stone. You have three stones on earth, and Thanos are two stones. And a vision who's still wounded, but they're going to Wakanda. Either way, Thanos does know that there are stones on earth. So now he's going to come to earth. He has two stones. The guardians are on earth. Strange, realizing the grand scale of everything, summons every, every sorcerer in the world. Peter uh, has a bright idea to call on the ravagers and Thor mobilizes these guardians, T'Challa mobilizes the Wakandans, the Jabari, uh, the, the, the monkey tribe. Everyone mobilizes. Everyone who can conceivably mobilize, mobilizes. And it's endgame. Only thing is, it's versus a Thanos with two stones. And also, okay, let's let's put a let's put a little let's put a little mark on that and set it aside. I've been hearing this thing on the internet quite a you know uh, quite a few times lately, and it's bothered me for a while because. It's kind of people being ignorant and people not really thinking about things in full, sort of in, in full detail. So maybe you've seen this before, maybe you've seen this. What's that? So a, a, a lot of people say that, um, oh yeah, a lot of people have an issue with the particular scene in Infinity War when um, Steve Rogers and company are in Wakanda Bruce is speaking to Shuri, right? He's speaking to Shuri because the plan is to get the get the mind stone out of vision, but still keep a lot of vision, you know, left. Um, and then people have an issue with it because when Shuri speaks to him and they're asking how his synapses were calibrated and Steve says we reprogrammed him to work on sequentially and Shuri says, okay, well, I guess... You know, you, you, you did your best, kind of like a little, a little no, candidate. Because she was like, you know, why didn't you just, you know, do this, this, this? Yeah. And he was like, well, yeah. I hadn't thought of that. You know, just yeah. people have issue with that. But the main thing that people complain about, and again, this is people who don't really think about things really, really clearly. People always go and they rage out about this. They're, they're, they're so emotional. You're like, oh, but, but, but if Bruce and Tony didn't, they didn't build Vision, it was Head and Toe and Ultron. Yeah, man, they're not speaking about that. He's not asking who built the body. Vision isn't the body. The thing that they're dealing with in Infinity War in the Wakanda Laboratory is the fact that Vision's mind was programmed in a specific way. Who built Vision's mind? How was Tony and Bruce in Ultron's final act, the third act? Vision had no, 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 not Vision. The vibranium and organic material body had no brain. That was brain. just a shell. Exactly. People complain about this, and it's so common now. It's really, it's really kind of like pissed me off, because people complain about this all the time in like Reddit posts and threads that, oh, there's one scene I hate in Infinity War where Bruce takes the credit for building Vision. He built Vision. 
Who are you, little? Are you your brain or are you that meat husk? Who yeah. are you? A brain, mostly, but yeah. Exactly. People are like, oh, no, you're making a building. It was Helen Choa Ratio. No. Helen built the body. Bruce is the one who actually has experience. Again, in bio-organic sunsets of himself, they built that brain. We saw them go through trial and error on how, on how to re, how to destroy and rebuild vision. No, no, no. How to destroy and rebuild Jarvis to properly, to, uh, to properly acclimate into that body. They built it and they literally put a part of themselves. Because if you think about it, what is your brain if not just a whole bunch of complex binary and synapses and stuff like that? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they can build a virtual copy of their brain, can they not? I mean, as the MCU. And Bruce says that vision is a construct of me, Tony, Ultron, the Mind Stone. It's literally true because they built him, the brain, with the part of their own intelligence. That's why vision is so smart. It's not just the Mind Stone. He literally has Dr. Banner in him. He has Tony Stark in him and the Mind Stone and Ultron. But Ultron is literally something that was created by the Mind Stone. So technically it's the same thing, Ultron and the Mind Stone. But it's kind of like, Ultron is Tony's AI, so it's still Tony. It's 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 Bruce. Literally, Vision is exactly what Bruce said he was. Yeah. And when they programmed the brain, they programmed the synapses to work collectively in Australia. It was like, why do you so program them to work individually, da 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 we didn't think of that, yeah, Bruce people, and Tony were like, responsible for that, and when, people don't when, even understand that, yeah. they just think that you're speaking about building the body, and when you brought that body, up, I thought you were talking about, about the, like, the fact the that, still needs to contain yeah. a whole lot of vision when it's also been done after they're in the stone, because that's what they run Wakanda for, uh, so, it just, I really hate that people don't really get that, they just don't understand that. And they're not speaking about the body. But yeah. And also, speaking of that, why couldn't Bruce Hawkshury? Well, I have an explanation for that. If you're like, give me a minute. Thing is, like, my problem with that scene is like, oh, like, there'd be people out there that said, like, oh, like, uh, Shuri, like, oh, she made Bruce seem dumb. Like, no. No, she didn't make him seem stupid, man. Like, dude, Bruce Banner is not Tony Stark. He's not the guy sitting there putting like hammers and bolts together to like design the physical shit. Like that's not that's not his thing. Like his like as you said, like they worked together to create the brain that that's where he came in. The fact that like when she was like, hey why didn't you like have them work separately instead of collectively and it's like, oh well I didn't think of that. He's not dumb, it's just, it's not really his area of expertise, man. If it was Tony Stark, it would have been like, oh, okay, then you'd have a point, like, hey, why didn't you think of that? So, like, yeah. So the fact that they were them together instead of apart, it is just, like, this human error of, like, hey, man, it's like, you're asking a gamma radiation expert, hey, why doesn't this, why doesn't this machine's, like, brains, why it work? as a complex machine instead of like what it is now. It's just... Well, no. Bruce is more than no, that. I know that. 
I know he has like more smarts to him, but like the main thing from like the comics and even even in the first Avengers was like, you know, he's he's the gamma guy and the, the Mind Stone gave off a certain kind of gamma, like he knows what to look for. But it's like it's one of let's say it's one of his major things. You know, like he's But then you see, okay. Like he's a brain boss, he's he's not an engineer, let me say that. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'm fine with that answer. I'm fine with that answer. I'm, I'm fine with it. If only they didn't make it a point that Bruce had uh, actual construction knowledge by calling Veronica. I'd be yeah. comfortable with that. But now Age of Ultron had to hit it in our heads that Bruce made Veronica. So it was just like, come on. Like, I get that having a smart guy as a writer is extremely tantalizing because you can make them do anything. Yeah. But now you have Bruce having this particular limitation in Infinity War, and he says, we didn't think of that plural. And Bruce is a, he, he is apparently the, and again, Reed is going to come into the universe, so, 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 so we don't know if this really holds weight. Reed, uh, Bruce, is the chief, uh, he is the chief expert in bioorganics, and he's the chief expert in gamma radiation, and he's the chief expert in um, uh, nuclear physics, because again, they spoke about it, you'd have, have to heat the cube to 4 million Kelvin. And only then can it breach the Columbine plane. And you have them speaking on an equal plane, even in the, even in the Avengers movie. Yeah. Finally, someone speaks my language. So it's like, what can't Bruce do? He's literally Tony, but more. Tony's an engineer, and again, and of course, if he can study, he can be an astrophysicist. So it, what what Avengers showed us is that if Tony reads up on something or bothers to learn about something. He can also become a somewhat expert, or I don't know, uh, not an expert. What's the word? He can be a not a wannabe. What's the word? Well, like a scholar or something. No, like yeah. He can be an amateur in yeah in in understanding of this thing because I I don't think Tony knows more about their solving, you know, than astrophysics. No, I, I don't. I really don't think so. Yeah. But I feel like if he reads up on something, yeah, he can be an amateur and dabble in Because, yeah, sure, if you give the average Joe of an astrophysics, he won't even get it. Even after three months, he won't get it. Cause even but Tony in, needs one yeah. night, and he has some sort of understanding. And yeah, in, sure, in, the, in Avengers, he, he said, like, in Avengers, like, when he walked on to the hell character, he said, like, he, he like yeah, read like Banner's reports and shit and like that's what he yeah. that's how he knew what he was talking about and that was like a day that was literally like one day because when when yeah, Coulson so. went to talk to him like we saw him open up a panel on the Incredible Hulk and like from that yeah. point to him walking on yeah, it's literally I mean, only been a day yeah 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 no 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 yeah no that's what I'm referring to because uh, obviously Coulson and Nat gave everyone the files because he said. Am I the only one who did the reading? He does know that there was going to multiple people. But the thing was, yeah, yeah, we were shown from that that he could become an amateur in something. 
with a little bit of, you know, base touching. Yeah. But now it's like, then you have Bruce on the other hand, who is the expert in so many things. And it's that same skill set and the same PhDs that now makes him um, capable of building Veronica. Because he literally says, hey, hey, don't make fun of her. I built her for a reason, whatever, whatever, to take down the Hulk. Like, what? And, and again, I remember people were also confused about how, how Bruce can operate Veronica in Infinity War. Because they're like, he shouldn't be able to do that. Well, no, he can. If you pay attention in the last movie, you know that he built the damn thing. But it's like, what can't he do? Because, <laughs> again. He can't crack time travel, that's for sure. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. In Endgame, he managed to set up the, the the van. He set up the controls. He did everything right, except for a few calculations. Instead of pushing, instead of pushing Lang through time, you push time through Lang. Tony did the studying, and he understood that. Bruce was seventy. No, no, no. Bruce was eighty percent there. Just, just a little bit of calculation work. The average Joe would not know where to start with a quantum realm machine and then transforming that into a time travel machine. They couldn't. You can give them a year, they can't do that. But Bruce Banner programmed everything down to an almost T, down to a little T, not to a big T, down to a little T, and he pushed time through line. And Tony came in, fixed it so that they pushed line through time. Because that's all Tony did. He did it because, again, even Cap had some confidence in Tony, after in Bruce. Because after Tony turned him down, went back in his log cabin, he was like, well, I was like, well, we're going to do now. He's like, okay, well, if you're going to do this right, you need a really big brain. And then Ant-Man's like bigger than his. And then, boom, cut to Professor Hulk. That scene worked in two ways. One, that is literally a bigger brain because... Professor Hulk is massive. But two, it kind of is a bigger brain. Bruce has more expertise in many things. He has seven PhDs. He's, he's actually a doctor. Yeah. Not to say Tony couldn't be a doctor if he wanted to. But Tony is chiefly uh, an engineer. That's Tony Stark. He's, a, he's, a, he's an engineering... He's, he is Elon Musk. He's an engineering prodigy. That's Tony Stark. That's Howard Stark. Right? Cool. Bruce is a master of many disciplines, you know, seven PhDs, as we, as we heard in Ragnarok, and Cap, Steve, you know, he had some confidence in him that he'd be able to figure this out to a, to a specific oh, yeah. level. I'm going, I'll check you out. All right, Jeff. You know? Yeah. And again, he does figure it out, you know, after some, after some convincing in in that in that cafe, he does set up something and he sets up a couple of I mean, you do get the impression that this nigga built a lot of things in that time from the cafe to now. Yeah. He did he did he did a lot of engineering and building and constructing things together and making things work. He did that. So it's like so Bruce is a novice of oh no no. Not a novice. He's an amateur prodigy in engineering. 
your free kids so. it's not like this someone this else put that shit exactly this nigga made it right. so that they cracked it or rather they scratched the surface and then Tony came and cracked it with the GPS because it seemed like Tony needed it, it it seems like all they needed was the GPS to push themselves through time yeah Bruce did the legwork he built the foundation all they needed was the GPS. So it's like, damn, nigga, how smart is Bruce Banner? Because even when Tony's dead, he builds the same thing from scratch. Why? Because he knows how to now. Yeah. I mean, it's a you small platform. Because, like, yeah. yeah, literally, like, this is literally 100%. Look, the Avengers compound was destroyed. Everything was gone. And then post-endgame, you have to wrestle Hulk building a fully functional time machine from scratch just for Steve Rogers to put, that, to put back the stones. He built that. He built that now. Because again, yeah, he has Tony's notes on how to build a GPS. So he built that. Bruce Banner built that. He built a fully functional time machine because now he knows how to. Same thing I was saying about if you can read up on something, you can have an understanding of it if you're a genius. If you're a genius. You know? Yeah. Even Hank Pym probably could have done that, you know? Not Scott Lang. Scott Lang is just a guy, man. No, 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 he's not dumb. Remember I'm not saying Scott he's Lang dumb, I'm saying he's just Scott a guy. Scott is, is an engineer. He's an engineer and an electrical engineer. He hacked that system that, you know, made them have that heist and then he got arrested. He has an engineering degree. He's not a stock engineer, not a banner engineer, but he is an engineer. He's not dumb. Yeah. He's just that compared to them, I mean, come on. That's what I'm saying. I'm compared not saying them, he's stupid. He's, By no yeah, means is Scott Lang stupid. Compared like, to them, yeah, he's, he's just a, a guy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He's not, he's not just a guy. He's not just a guy. You know. Uh, who's who's just a guy? Rhodey? Rumble is just a guy. No, no, no. Come on, dude. Rhodey's a... Rhodey's an Air Force captain. He went to MIT as well. Don't forget, they went to MIT together. Rhodey's smart. Lots of people in the MCU are smart, but a lot aren't. Romlo is not smart, you know. Romlo is just a meathead. He's a mercenary. You know, that's like, that I mean, someone who's just a guy. Romlo is just a guy, you know. Rhodey went to MIT. He's a he's a he's an MIT alumni. Lots of people in the MCU are smart for Earth, obviously our world standard, but not geniuses. By the MCU standards, Even one Scott time. Lang comes to mind. Hope, uh, Hope Van Dyne, Darren Cross, uh, who else? Nick, well, Nick. Mm. I don't know about Nick. Come Nick on, is, dude. You say you can say that Rhodey is smart, but Nick is like ah, I don't know about Nick Fury. No, because okay, here's here's the thing. Okay, sure. Okay, here's the thing. We don't know where Nick went to school. But again, again, just because you went to a specific school doesn't mean you're smarter than the person who went to this school. The thing is, yeah, sure, Nick is... Nick is a a strategist. He's a leader. He's brave. He's courageous. And he managed to build an intergalactic space organization. So what? I guess he's smart. We just don't know in what specific academic level he's smart, but he's smart. Of course, you know, you can't be dumb in the MCU. You can't be. That's impossible. 
impossible. You know, you, you, you can't be a dumbass and, and lead S.H.I.E.L.D. for like 30 years. You can't. We know that. Sure. We just don't know in what academic level he's smart. But he's smart. But we, Rhodey, we do know, because he went to MIT. But now it's like, yeah. Even Hawkeye is smart to a certain extent. Because again, he built those arrows. He made those arrows. You know, you can't put the average Joe in a room with some pin particles and say, you, put this in that and make that do this to that. You can't. But Hawkeye can. Yeah. You know? And again, it comes with the territory of being a shield to special ops. Proper. Like, this is literally Hawkeye is above Rondo. So, like, oh, oh, hold on. So Hawkeye no, is above Ramlo because Ramlo doesn't have a gimmick? No, not even just above his teeth. It just, he, he outranks him. And he, no, 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 not probably. He can beat him in a fight. And he literally does more stuff, engineering stuff, than Ramlo. So and Crossbones does not do it for you when he was Crossbones in Civil War. It's not like he can buy it from somewhere, man. It's not like there's a store or some just like tech floating you around. Get, there's a lot of places where you can buy things. Luke Cage, season two. Hammer tech. You can buy lots of dangerous tech in the MCU. You can buy a lot of tech. If you know the right people in the right underground networks, you can buy a lot of tech. And as a former Hydra member, can't tell me you can't you can't get some shit, some dangerous shit. Can't tell me you can't get that. Think about it. Uh-huh. But like Ramlo, eh. He ain't it. He ain't the brightest tool in the shit. So so, so like not a fan of crossbones, right? So stealing a virus, threatening to unleash it, kill fucking millions, like that's a meathead guy plan, huh? It failed. How do you think, how can you win? You see, it comes out with ego. They go, they can beat the Avengers. Ego blinds you. The arrogant never do. They, you know, they didn't see it coming. That was the prophet prophesizes on failure. Yeah. The arrogant never do. So it's like, yeah. In the end, he did win, in a way. I mean, he died, but he did get yeah, one over was, on the Avengers in a way. Yeah. yeah. But like, there's a lot of smart people in the MCU, and then there's geniuses. Would you say Wanda is one of those smart people, considering she spent most of her life, like, captured by, what's that guy's name? It's not Zemo, the, like, Von Strucker guy, I think. Strucker. Yeah. Well, she spent most of her life in prison. Like, is she one of the smart people? Smart in what sense? Smart in what sense? Strategist or just brain smart? On Paul Rhodey, let me say. Why would she be on Power Drill? That's what I ask. Hmm. In 
terms of like the average intelligence, not like because of what school he went to, you know, like. Yeah. Okay, so what what have we seen that has that should make us believe that? Just on not that I'm saying like is she would you say like okay Wand is as smart as I don't know like you said who else is just a guy like would she be on the same level as like Scott or Clint? If given the resources. Yeah. If given the resources. I don't think she needs to. I think Wanda Wanda is perceptive and cunning. Because again she did outsmart Agatha Harkness in which she's like 900 years old or whatever. She outsmarted her. So that takes some level of strategy. That again, she learned from Captain America, I should say. Because who else can rubble with you that much? Yeah. You know, Steve Rogers. I think there's a lot she learned from the Avengers. More specifically, the Underground Avengers. Because I feel like Tony didn't do much for her because it provided me for, you know, under her head. No, like I said, man, I mean, I said this every time we kind of bring him up, like, Tony Stark is a bit of a dick, man, like, just... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's arrogance, you know, it's like, it's arrogance, it's guilt, it's, it does a lot of things to you. I mean, Tony Stark is smarter in the Civil War run from 06, the actual comic run, but in the MCU, it's just, uh, you know, there's a lot, there's yeah. a lot to unpack about what Tony has done. There was but a, ultimately, yeah. it's, it's, it's fine. He saved the universe. There's this thing in, um, I noticed for, like, in Spider-Man, from Homecoming to Far From Home, like, dude didn't learn his lesson because there was a thing where he was like, you're like, oh, I'm gonna, it's like, I thought you already clearly weren't, you know, like, I got, I'm, I'm taking the suit back. And then by the end of the movie, it's like, you know, like, here's the Iron Spider suit, it's like, you're clearly ready for this. But like, yeah. he wasn't. He was still very much like the friendly neighborhood guy. But then yeah, in, in No Way Home, to show like, dude hadn't learned his lesson of like, giving him stuff he clearly wasn't prepared for, the glasses. And the ability to yeah. call down a drone strike, you gave that to a kid. Just, yeah. Dude. Who activated it when, uh, what, his bully made him mad or something? I mean, yeah, granted, it was accidentally. But again, it's that same carelessness that comes with being a child. Yeah. Yeah, he's... And, and, it, and it's sad, because Peter is smart. No, 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 wait. Is Peter smart or a genius? What do you think? Peter Robert is dumb. Sorry, dude. No, no, no. Look, remove the childishness. He's childish. You can be a smart kid who's extremely childish and dumb in the sense of being a kid because you're mature. But in terms of his brain, like the intelligence level. We haven't really been shown like scenes where he's like flexing, like showing how smart he is. Like we don't see him design the web shooter like with Garfield. We we don't see him like. I mean, he, you know. He did build the web shooter. We yeah, he, the wall. we we he saw already he already had, had a web shooter, but like, yeah. past that, we don't have moments of him showing how smart he is. We we have moments where you show how okay. strong he is. How here's the thing. Like yeah. In the Spider-Man, what is it? First year? I forgot what the name is called. 
that cartoon, we will see that. We will see him build the web shooter and train web, the web fluid. We will see that. But what I want to say is, technically, we saw him do real-time geometry in a constantly moving cascade. Yeah, that movie. In No Way Home, we got to see how smart yeah. Peter Parker is. But in Homecoming and, and Far From Home, yeah, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. How, how could you showcase his smarts in those movies? For starters, have him figure out that Mysterio is up to something, as opposed to having the clue literally land in his fucking hands. Just... Ever, okay. Here's the thing, dude. He's, he's a naive child. You, you, you think of Far From Home. Peter just lost his greatest idol. He was projecting on Hüttenbeck as his next Iron Man. That's why he gave him those glasses, because he, he, he literally saw him as... The Tony Conduit, you know, that was him being a naive child and him post grieving, making a bad decision about an individual he just met. Peter doesn't have that. He doesn't have that emotional quotient to be like, hold on. I know what, I know that I just went through this, but I should be apprehensive of you because I don't really know you that well to give you to give you access to, I guess biggest set of drones in the world is cares of me. I should think about this. Matter of fact, I should consult Nick Fury. You know, he doesn't have that sort of maturity to have that fortitude to be like, hold on, let me step, let me, whoa, let me step back. Let me consult. He's, he's a, he's a, he's a dumb kid. He wants another Tony Stark and he made a mistake. But it's like, is that part of his in, in, like intelligence? Like, is is that part of his intellectual ability? Would you say impulsivity is like um, a sign yeah. of whether someone's intelligent or not? No, 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 no. It's a, it's it's a sign of maturity. How how impulsive you are? Because it's like, if you get your first big paycheck at twenty five, right? You have a job, you have. And the first thing you buy is like a MacBook Pro. And you need couches. Your, your couches are like 21,000 Rand. And you buy a MacBook Pro that's like 20,000 Rand. That's being, that's being immature as an adult to realize that there's more. It's, it's kind of having that. It's having. What's the word? I'll, I'll remember the word in a minute. But it's it's being mature enough to realize that there's that there's other things they should be focusing on and other things you should be considerate of instead of just making a, an an impulsive decision that will again affect you leading into the future. Now you're going to be couchless with a MacBook, and it's like, what's the point? So it's not it's not intelligence, you know. Yeah. But it's immaturity. Not to mention in uh, No Way Home when dude, like, uh, he just found out his friends aren't getting into MIT. He doesn't go tell his aunt. He immediately goes to Dr. Strange. He doesn't call the fucking office. Even Strange is like, wait a minute. You wanted me to, like, yeah, brainwash the planet. And you didn't even think to, like, exactly. call somebody. It's just, hmm. uh, and, I mean, it's the mere fact that, P- that Peter's grades can get him 
into that school. You know, I mean, even Flash, and weird, because, you know, Flash in the comics is a bit of a dunderhead, but, you know, whatever. I guess the Flash is smart, whatever. But, like, yeah, they're all getting into MIT. Wait, technically, technically, Peter should have been, if not for the spell. So now they have no record of him applying, because, again, you need the documents to state so... And again, you need his alma mater. They need to have a school. I don't know how that's going to work. But they're all smart kids. They're just wildly immature. But MJ is more mature. Definitely more mature. Oh my gosh, he's more mature. He's more mature. But I feel like that that's to do with her life experiences. Because you look at MJ, she's been through a lot. Like, you can just tell. Yeah. She seems like she's hardened. Even the condition that they were having uh, in Happy's condo and she was in a home, like, you know, you're very, what do you say? He was like, you're... I don't know, but they're just speaking about her character traits. And most of them were like, yeah, I know, she's, she's definitely much more mature For than Peter. Age, yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, my my wonder is because remember even even MJ is going to come to think of it because when they arrived at the Sanctum Centurum, they thought that they were there because Peter happened to encounter a villain, right? She just happened to. They don't know about the multiverse. They don't know about a spell. And they find out about a spell. It's like, wait, you made a spell? To get us into school, you know, they didn't know about that. They just thought that MIT reconsidered and they were giving him another shot. But Peter made a spell, and that, and then that spell resulted in villains. And it was like MJ was like, perhaps consult with us in future before making any choices. Remember that, like even that alone was like, wow, she's scolding. Yeah, like you know, perhaps should have think, you know, should have thought about this or. Uh, Consulted us because again, it's 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 exactly what I was it saying. Concerns when, all of them, know, not just him. Yeah, yeah. Like in Far From Home, like like exactly what I was saying now. Wait, Peter could have consulted with Shield. He could have spoke to Mario Hill. He could have spoken to who he thought was Nick Fury. Because even Tyler doesn't give him advice, you know. But yeah. then again, the thing is, even they trust him, so I'm not sure about that. But actually, no, 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 no. Did they really trust him? Did they? Because really. fake, because the thing is, fake theory kind of had they, the, they did because there was a scene where, well, like the, when Peter came in, he had his mask on, and Fury was like, hey, "Take the mask off. Everyone knows who you are." And like, no, 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 like, back was right that. There. I mean, but remember the the coat with Happy. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that code word that he acted like he didn't understand, but he understood perfectly clear. Because again, right when. Uh, Quinn is about to kill Nick. Uh, Nuke comes and destroys the drone, and then, and then you know he'll say something, he makes some witty comment, and then it, and then in the end of the movie, they're like, you know, I don't trust that guy, you know, uh, you know, please, since he can fool me, whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's like, did they trust them? Did they were they hoping? Were they hoping for a double cross? I don't know. It's really hard to decipher because that movie was two years ago and what still hasn't you know clarified what was happening with that whole plot point 
Because also, why would why would Happy know a code word Nick would realize as being some sort of secret message about don't trust this person? Why would he know that? That was a weird thing, wasn't it? That Actually, was a weird Happy does. I mean, Happy and Fury do communicate to the fact that like. Like, there's but a scene like, in the beginning like, of Far From Home where, like, Happy has, like, Fury's phone. He's like, he's like, uh, you haven't been calling Nick Fury. He's like, how do you know that? He's like, because, like, he's, he's calling me now. He's like, he's telling yeah. me, like, why haven't you been picking like, up? Like, yeah. So, so that means that Happy, obviously, as the head of security for Stark Enterprises, he's spoken to Nick before, even in I Man 1, to whatever it is. They spoke, they've been speaking for years now. Over ten years, I guess they'd have a code word. I mean, it's weird, but I feel like, I mean, it's weird, right? It's like the head of Shield <laughs> has a, with Happy Hogan has a weird friendship with Happy Hogan. That's that's very weird. No, they, they, there's a history with this thing, like with Coulson and and Pepper, because like when he came into like Stark's like Stark Tower. And like yeah. he called him Phil, and even Stark was like, "Since when is he Phil?" Just yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, it's just yeah, strange. But um, yeah. And now we have yeah. So even the thing I was saying, MJ is calling him about you know perhaps consult with us first before making that decision. You know, and again, Peter, his you know his his immature ass. Really, he really should have. He really should have. Cause yeah. It's a decision that affects all three of their lives, not just his life, you know. So, it, it's kind of ironic, because he was like, Oh, Mr. Strange, sir, this is affecting everyone's life, Mr. Strange. It's affecting my friend's life and MJ's life. Well, it's affecting her life, perhaps put her in, in, in the decision, Peter. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. But again, immature. Even Ned, it's kind of played for laughs. He's a comic relief. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, dude was like, oh, I, I forgave you the moment, like, we walked in here, man. Like, when he saw the sanctum, like, just like... Yeah. Uh, uh, Ned's just a fan for these things. And also, another thing. Strangers, I mean, yeah. Strangers isn't an Avenger, but he's an independent hero. But he's kind of famous. Like, for yeah. a person like Ned to be like, the sanctum sanctorum, oh my god. Like, he was a fanboy. Like, Strangers... Famous, I guess. Even weird, right? Yeah, but like even before he was, you know, Doctor Strange, Mr. Yeah, like Mr. Gartsy was a famous. There was an adventure, you know. Yeah. I understand how people see him and they're like, "Oh my God, boy, you're so hot." Even the event, even in the Avengers, they were speaking about Thor, and even Helen Cho had a crush on Thor. So like, yeah, Thor had much more of a presence than what I thought Strange would have. But, like you just look at it. Like, when that you think about it, in, in, it wasn't until the movie Doctor Strange came out that mystic shit started happening in New York. So it wouldn't be like he would show up on the rig for people to see him. Like, and when we yeah, saw him in Infinity War, he was just, he wasn't wearing his like, wizard garb. He had like serious clothes, you know? Yeah. You think that he's like some sort of recluse. He's some sort of mystical recluse. Yeah. But no, Ned knows him. He knows, he knows the Sanctorum. And he knows how. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess it's just a weird... I, I guess the MCU is... It's a very weird universe to inhabit because people are just casually known. What are they hearing? I'm just thinking you know? about that scene in Infinity War where, like, uh, 
strangers dressed in like regular clothes and he's like going down to the store he's like he was basically like hey i'm going to the store like hey wong you want something like strange just casually walks into a store like coming in to buy groceries and shit exactly like you think that he'd avoid the store because he'd get swamped yeah because he's famous apparently yeah i don't know Um, i guess it's just kind of like a thing of only the real ones know strange i feel like uh john appleseed wouldn't really care about dr strange you know what i mean Mm. yeah but like a person like ned probably follows hero activities quite you know quite like in in close detail to the point where he knows this and he knows this and he knows this and he knows the sanctum sanctorum for some reason (laughs) yeah a witness of this universe man yeah, just a weird world. Have you been really vibing with Phase Four? I mean, in general, I know it has, it's not over yet, but like so far, you've been vibing with Phase Four. What was the question? Have you really been feeling Phase Four like you felt the other phases? You know, like so far, even though like it's not over yet, far from it, but like so far, are you liking what's like, going on? Like, Yeah. Yeah, it's. It's uh, what's the word? It's a very interesting build-up. The build-up is nice to see. Yeah. Cause like we we know that it's building to a lot. Thing is, like we don't know what that lot is, cause it would phase one. It was. Yeah, we have an idea. Yeah. In phase I mean, one, they were building we, to, you know, the Avengers teaming up. In phase two, they were building to, like, the breakup. In phase three, they were building to Thanos. Yeah. We live in the era of leaks and speculation and confirmed leaks and set pick and concept art and previous visualization. So it's like, you know, we know a lot. But at the same time, we know nothing. We knew that they were going to be in the movie, right? We knew Andrew and Garfield, um, Andrew and Toby were in the movie. But at the same time, we didn't know. Yeah. Like, sure, you know, we literally stared at the same still, uh, the same still that would have Andrew saying a web block. We watched it. Yeah. But we still were not sure. And when they showed up, it was like, holy fuck, it's true. So, yeah, we do know, but we don't know. Dude, I still... Seeing an event movie... Like, okay, not every Marvel movie is the movie you see day one with that crowd. You know, like, just... Not every movie gets that attention. But seeing No Way Home, opening day, first showing with those diehard MCU fans, and seeing Garfield pull his mask off, just... (sighs) Ah, that was... Yeah, that was good, man. <laughs> Unparalleled. Yeah. And you know what's crazier? I'm hearing word that MOM will be even crazier than the last movie. Yeah, but it won't be the same. I mean, it, don't get me wrong, it's gonna be good, you know, Sam Raimi and shit, but like, it won't be seeing like a strange, a Doctor Strange from a different universe. It's like, uh, so. Like, nah, bro. Like, you forget that we're getting cameos. I know that. You like, know. Patrick Stewart and the Fantastic Four and them, but like, I'm just saying, if we saw another Doctor Strange, we'd be like, oh, okay, whatever. 
But like when we see Patrick Stewart, then there will be like that big pop because like yeah, I mean, yeah. do you know that literally? Okay, so today is Saturday. Yeah. On Thursday, as in two days ago. On Thursday, there was news that they're adding even more cameos in the movie. They're adding more cameos. Mm. And there's already two confirmed cameos. Patrick Stewart and John Krasinski. And now they're adding more. And mm. again, um, and again now, you do have obviously confirmation that Krasinski is playing Reed Richards. And, and, and the thing is, he's playing a variant, sure. But the leak was... He's playing a variant for now. And if it does well with audiences, Marvel is considering, and again, this will be based on the audience reaction, Marvel will then consider to add him into the mainline universe as the actual MCU read. So what's going to happen is, we're going to see MOM, and we're going to see Krasinski as a read variant. And if, and if that does well with audiences, which of course it will, but they don't know that. If it does well, then we're going to see our read. It won't be that guy. It will be another guy, still played by Krasinski. I would but it will be our read. You know, so they're not going to have that thing of, oh, this, oh that university is going to live here now. No, 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 no. We're going to have, we're going to have our read. No, I'm saying it's like what they did with, um, with... With Kang, like Jonathan Majors, it's like each iteration of Kang pretty is a much. different dude. It's yeah. not just like it's pretty much like a low key yeah. thing. That, so we're gonna see. For now, it'll be a variant. You think it would? You think Loki would have worked if he'd met his variants, and they were all just different versions of Tom Hiddleston as opposed to different people? Uh, here's the thing. Loki, and again, this has to do with the actual character's history. It's hard to have Loki variants variants that, that just look like uh, the humanoid as guardian. When you have Loki's because again Loki is um, what's the word? Uh, hold on, I'll get it now. Loki is He's not, he's not Andronis, but he's not that, but he has, he's like asexual, he, he's bi, he can actually. be male, he can be female, he can be a creature, he can be an animal, he can be, you know, because in the comics, Loki, um, Loki had a child with a horse by transforming himself into a horse and he got fucked and in that birth of his child. His child was a horse that he got by turning himself into a horse and getting fucked a bit and, and falling pregnant. So it's like Loki is anything and everything. He, he, he can be anything. So to limit the MCU continuity or uh, multiverse continuity to just Tom Hiddleston's, you know, it would be a disservice to the character. Now, if you have someone like James Howlett, you know, James Howlett variants. You can have some variation, sure, but there isn't a black Wolverine, so we shouldn't have one. So yeah. it's just like you can have him be different, different actors, but 
still have to be Caucasian and five foot three and maybe whatever it is. But with Loki, there's lots of room for creativity. You know, you have alligator Loki, you have rune rune king Loki, you have classic Loki, you have ultimate Loki, you have post Ragnarok Loki, you have kid Loki. There's many Lokis to pick and choose from. You also have the black Loki, most Loki, and also in the comics. And you have lots of Lokis to choose from in the comics and each different people. You have horse Loki. You know, you have Hala Loki. You have uh, what's the thing? Rogue Loki. So, you know, he can be anyone. Yeah. He can look like anyone and still be Loki because that's what Loki is. But, yeah, that's only for Loki. For anyone else, it's very hard to you, you still have to keep them in a specific uh, classification, you know. Like a, like every read variant has to be a white guy, a Caucasian male yeah. in his forties. Yeah, well, but again, it's 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 going to be difficult to. But also, I feel like because they made the movie, it might as well be added into continuity. Johnny Storm has a black variant. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's going to be a thing. Storm has a black variant, so that's kind of something that's not really spoken about. And I doubt we'll see Jordan come back ever as Storm, as Killmonger, sure, because he did for what if. And he also, you know, he was he was very coy uh, with his 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 future names. He he was very coy in interview, which you know kind of gives us a lot of things to think of. Uh, regarding if B. Jordan will return, which it might look like. It's, there's no confirmation, there's no leaks, there's no nothing, but his coyness indicates something specific. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, other than that, yeah, we're going to have a Krasinski variant played by Krasinski variant. We're going to have a Reed variant played by Krasinski. And if it does well, Krasinski will reprise the role as the mainline variant in the MCU. Dude, with, you mentioned um, like, oh, he could be anybody, and like, it's just it made, reminded me of the. I don't know if you've seen Matrix Resurrections, but there's um, not yet. There's this line that, okay, you know, Hugo Weaving wasn't coming back. Yeah. You know, um, the Merovingian. Yeah, the Merovingian. Oh, weaving. I'm just weaving. Uh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hugo Weaving yeah, wasn't coming back, yeah. you know. I, he said, like, he was surprised. And I, when I first read that, I'm like, dude, you died. Like, the main machine deleted you. You couldn't come back if you yeah. wanted. Like, it makes sense that he wouldn't come back. Okay, but... Do you want kind of a spoiler? I mean, it doesn't affect the plot, but it's like... He's back. Yeah, Smith is back. Not. Yeah, I already knew that. Yeah, yeah not weaving though, but like, this it's, it's just like, if you were gonna bring back Smith, but have him be played by a different actor, it's just like, why though? Like, just, just get weaving. He actually wants to come yeah. back. Like, dude. Yeah. Oh shit. I think it's it was. Yeah, I think it was more like they wanted to throw us off in the beginning. Like, uh, oh, this is just a guy, you know, that, that Neo is talking to, but like, yeah. Wait, is it, 
is the is the Merovingian back? Yes. Okay. Hey, dude, I wish it wasn't though, man. Just, ugh. Mm-hmm. dude, this scene, this like the scene where he pops up. It's a really good scene, and it's a callback to like the it references the earlier versions of the Merovingian. Yeah. I can definitely see um Ubalona Christoph Waltz. I can see him being adopted too. I can see that. Christoph Waltz? Isn't he kinda old? To be fair, he got a late start. It's not like he's been acting since he was a yeah, kid. Yeah, he actually. Yeah. I, I remember I remember an interview about him. Like, yeah, he only became famous like in his in his early forties. Kind of like kind of like Morgan Freeman, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. But with, um, I still say like Killian Murphy could be an excellent Doctor Doom. Just. Yeah. No. I. Excuse me. I still like Cillian. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, Christoph would have been a good yeah. fit if he was like if he was like forty nine or forty seven, it would have been good. Did you like his Blofield in the Bond movie? <sighs> I mean, I'm all for um, what do you call it? Reimagined versions of. Villains, you know. I mean, as far as Blofeld goes, he's. Eh. Eh. It's fine. You know, Blofeld and Waltz's character, they're fine. They're fine. You know what I mean? Like, I can't really. It's not bad. Nothing's ever bad. Yeah. But, like,. It's hard to live up to the expectations of old. Yeah. Yeah. It's like with, um, there was a Star Trek movie, Star Trek Into Darkness, and they cast uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in the role. And everybody was like, oh, he's going to be the new Khan. He's going to be the new Khan. The director was like, no, he's playing a guy named John Harrison. But then halfway through the movie, he's like, my real name is Khan. And it's like, that name Khan. means nothing. Dude, in the context, this is a reboot. That name means yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah. It would have been, it would have been some sacrilegious sort of fan service to have Pine to shout out Khan menacingly. <laughs> Uh, all right, it would have been funny, I guess. It would yeah. have been kind of funny. Dude, this is... I mean... Uh, that it was, it was a fine... It was a fine reboot. Yeah. It was bad. Really, it wasn't bad. <laughs> By no specific organization, but like... Hemsworth did well in his... 
two minutes of screen time. Yeah. I thought he was going to be Kirk, honestly. What I thought that he was cast. I'm like, yeah. oh, all right. Yeah. Before we knew that it was a flashback, uh, he wasn't him. Yeah. Because, dude, he had I everything. Mean, he had the sweater, like, the hair and everything. Like, he was still, like, yeah. Dude. I mean, he was still skinny because he was before, before Thor. Yeah. Yeah, if we never ended Thor, he could have been that franchise's Kirk. If we never landed though. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It's this phase so far has been pretty like the phase four has been pretty good. And like I'm actually like looking forward to Multiverse of Madness. Not just for like the cameos and stuff, because like I wanna see Sam Raimi tackle a Marvel an MCU film, you know? Yeah. Yeah. See what the Ra- see what, what the Raimi lens could see how it would shine in the context of the of, of the MCU. Yeah. It, uh, like when battery is like seriously low. Like, you mind if we like pick this up like at three? Yeah, I'm fine. All right, cool, cool. All right, cool, done. Peace, man. Sure, sure. Rolling away We 